Hello, this is William Wenzel and Philip Kowalczyk. And we're back with the final episode of Season 1 of Two Americans Talking About European Soccer. Today, we're going to talk about some friendly matches, and we're going to get straight into it. First off, Manchester United beats Liverpool 4-0. A shocking outcome, but since it's preseason, I'm not looking at it as too big of a loss for Liverpool. Arsenal beat Nuremberg 5-3, Aston Villa beat Walsall 4-0, and Newcastle beat Gateshead 5-1. What do you want to talk about, Phil? Um... Well, I guess the Manchester United versus Liverpool result, I guess, wasn't. it's a preseason, so it doesn't really matter. They didn't want to put their best players because they wanted to save them for the season because you don't want, like, let's say, like, they put Ronaldo on a preseason game that you don't want them to get injured. Um, Arsenal versus Nuremberg, I think it's kind of an easy 5-3 win for Arsenal. Like, Nur- Nuremberg is not, like, a really big team. Um, Aston Villa versus Wa- Walsall. It's also not. It's also not very surprising. Aston Villa is a good team, and Walsall. I've never heard of that team. Same with Newcastle versus Gatehead. Newcastle is really good, and Gatehead. I mean, I've never heard of that team. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like the Arsenal Nuremberg game. I watched most of the highlights, and Arsenal was down two to zero at halftime, and then they put in. Gabriel Jesus, the new ad, and Marquinhos from Brazil. And right away, Gabriel Jesus put two goals up, giving them a tie 2-2, and then um, that just really helped push them back into a tie, and then they got three more goals, and that gave them the win. Newcastle against Gatehead, I'm not that surprised about. Newcastle's a really good team. They just don't know where and when they need to put the wins during the regular season. And then Man United versus Liverpool is preseason, so... I'm not that surprised, but also, other than that, every Premier League team that has done a preseason game so far has won, except for Liverpool. I think that Nuremberg, I think that they got kind of, well, I think Arsenal, the only goals that were actually scored was two by Gabriel Jesus and one by El Elneny. The rest of the goals were when Nuremberg scored an own goal, which is like two. It's really rare. Like one, I get it. It can be an accident, but two, it's kind of surprising, especially for like soccer, like pro soccer. Yeah, and I think Nuremberg, really, Arsenal's the better team. Nuremberg just needs to work on making their mistakes, finding them, and then just getting rid of them completely. Because two home goals is a really big problem, and if they didn't let those go, then it would have been a tie instead of a loss. Yeah. Also, um, what are your thoughts on Raheem Sterling arriving at Chelsea? I predicted it earlier in, uh, I think it was episode three or four, I was saying that uh, Gabriel Jesus is probably going to leave and go to Arsenal. That happened. I said Raheem Sterling is probably going to leave and go to Chelsea. And now that happened. Honestly, I think Man City is just entering a new era where they have uh, Erling Haaland. And now that they don't have Raheem Sterling or Gabriel Jesus, Haaland can kind of just make up for that. I mean, I guess they kind of didn't need... um Hey, Jesus and Raheem Sterling, they have Jack Grealish, they got Haaland. Their, like, wingers are really good, especially, um, if, especially if, like, it's a new season, they're probably going to want to try out, like, new formations and those stuff. It's, was really surprising that they actually agreed 
to sell um, Sterling. He was a fast player. He was one of the best. But, I mean, usually, like, big clubs like Manchester City, they usually go for the money and not for how it will affect the team. Because if, like, they get Raheem Sterling for, like, 80 million euro, I mean, it benefits them more because they get the money out of it. So, like, for clubs like this, it doesn't really matter if they will become worse. It's just the money. Yeah, and, I mean, Gabriel Jesus didn't have... His last season at Man City was clearly not the best. If I look at the charts, clearly he's going downhill. I think him signing with Arsenal will give him a better opportunity to get more playing time, to get more goals, uh, especially because he didn't have as much playing time on Man City as he would have liked. Raheem Sterling, uh, he just moved. I'm not sure what to say about that other than Chelsea got third. They got one point away from losing that, and this will definitely help them in the Premier League season. I also can't wait until the Premier League season starts to see how Erling Haaland will do in Man City how, and how Raheem Sterling will do. Yeah, and I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but in Premier League fantasy, uh, something I like to look at just to see the popularity of uh, the new players among the fans. Erling Haaland is the most signed player for fantasy which I'm not that surprised about, but I'm just looking forward to seeing his performance to see if this new guy who comes to Man City is really worth all of it. Gabriel Jesus is in second, which honestly I think it is. His performance at Nuremberg was really yeah. good. He got two goals, and I think that's kind of just foreshadowing for his future with Arsenal. I saw this video where it's like, you know how Messi, Ronaldo, and Lewandowski are retiring, like three of the best soccer players in the world. I saw that Mbappe was a replacement for Mbappe was a replacement for Messi. Um, what was his name? There's this. Uh, oh, Haaland was a replacement for Lewandowski, and um, Ronaldo was getting replaced by. I don't even remember, but I know that next year is gonna be the final season of. Cristiano Ronaldo, he already told Manchester United he doesn't want to play for them. He hasn't come to a single practice yet, so I think it's the era of retirement. This FIFA World Cup will probably be his last season of soccer. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and it says that in fantasy, um, Holland is the most signed player with 64% ownership, which is quite a lot, and his price is $11.5 million, which is a lot, and I don't think I signed him last year. I signed some people. I signed Gabriel Jesus. I think he was around the same price, and he didn't do as well. But this year, he's dropping to $8 million, and he's the second most with 53%. And then third is Greenwood for only half the price, but only 27%. So that gap between 53 and 27 is a very big one. I'm seeing Harry Kane on there, some other people. Who I do not see is Salah. From Liverpool. Yeah, De Bruyne. So it's kind of really surprising. Like, like Foden. I'm actually kind of surprised. Yeah. That is all for uh, two Americans talking about European soccer. Season one is officially over, but we will hopefully be back next summer to record season two. We all hope you have enjoyed 
I will be dropping a trailer for my new solo podcast, Proud to Be a Gunner, this Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. And you can listen to that and get more news on the podcast. Adios!